Next week, I'll be talking more about the impact on their mental health and the physical. This week, it was mainly on the different ages, the different allergies, and more basic understanding. And next week, it's mainly going to be about the mental health problems. Hello, and welcome back to Living with Celiac. I hope you enjoyed the first episode where we were talking about my story, how I've lived with it, and then restaurants, labels, and stuff like that. If you haven't, go listen to it because it's uh, I think it's quite good and I think it helped also a lot of people. I have gotten a few messages though about people don't know where to put the messages, so I'm just gonna quickly explain that. So if you're on the Anchor app itself, there's a place at the top where it says messages and then you can record your voice message. If you're on Spotify, in the little description box, there's a link. I don't know if it works if you click on it. If it doesn't, you can copy and paste a link into the web and then say your comment. The comment is going to be a spoken comment, not a written comment. So then I could able, so then I'm able to put it into the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about all the ways celiac impacts maybe on different ages, perhaps different genders, different races, your mental, social, physical health, everything that it impacts, but still talking about how it's not the end of the world, if you know what I mean. I got two comments, so what, how this is going to be, work, two messages, sorry, how this is going to be working is that I will be putting in a message at the end and at the beginning of each podcast I have, so please do not hesitate to send me a message of what you want me to talk about, because I will not have anything to talk about in a couple of episodes. And I want to keep this going for the longest time I can without boring you guys. You can talk, you can ask me questions. You can just say if you have Celia, you can say your story. But also, you can say if you want it to be anonymous or non anonymous. So I know to mention your name or to not to mention your name. So I will now be showing the first message and then talking about the impacts. Hi, Maya. I also have celiac. I listened to your podcast and it helped me a lot. I learned so much. So thank you. It's amazing what you're doing. Before I start talking about how it impacts, I just want to say this quote that this um, chief scientist and strategy officer from the Beyond Celiac Clinic said that, Um, Mental health should be routinely assessed and monitored in children with celiac disease to provide help that can make a big difference in their lives and the lives of their family. Overall, we need to pay more attention to the existential symptoms of celiac disease. And I think this is very important. And you guys also see how I talk about it later on, what you're going to listen to now about how it affects. So, hi, Tavor. Um, I'm really happy that this podcast has helped you and that you like and think that what I'm doing is a good idea and I think that's also my main part of this podcast is just to show people that like one little thing making a podcast can help many different people around the world and also I'd like to know more a bit about your journey with celiac disease like how long you've had it maybe how you deal with it and how maybe you wish it could be better or if you think it's really good for the moment and you're and you think and maybe your opinion on the future and how it's going to be so now I'm actually going to be talking about the impacts of celiac disease, I guess, on different ages and the different levels of allergies. So to begin with, from what I know, there's four different types of um, allergies, sorry. So there's celiac disease, which is the condition 
that it that when you eat gluten, it triggers your immune system, which is why celiac disease is an autoimmune disease where your body attacks your own body. And so this damages the lining of the small intestine, as mentioned in the podcast before. Um, then there's also the non-celiac gluten sensitivity. And now uh, this can have some signs and symptoms that are associated with um, celiac disease, like the abdominal pain, the bloating, perhaps diarrhea, headache. But in this case, there is no damage to the small intestine. Now, the immune system does play a role, but we're not exactly sure about the process of it and if it does attack your body like celiac. Then there's gluten ataxia, which is another autoimmune disorder. And this affects some of the nerve tissues in your bodies and it causes problems for your muscles. And then last one is wheat allergy. So this is like other allergies where the result of the immune system, which is mistaking the gluten or the other protein found in wheat as like a virus or a bacteria. And so the immune system creates an antibody to this protein. And this is also an autoimmune response. So this can be like congestion, breathing difficulties, and other symptoms. Now, all this information is also according to Mayo Clinic because I did some research about it to make sure I know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I'll be talking about mainly like the different levels of like the different ways that it attacks people and impacts people. So, according to the celiac organization, about one in a hundred people worldwide are affected by celiac disease, and two in Two and one half million Americans aren't diagnosed and are at a risk for long-term effects because they keep on eating gluten, which keeps on ruining their body and making it worse. Which is why when you are diagnosed with celiac, it's very important that you do not eat any more gluten. So you do not keep harming your body and making it worse for long-term effects. Now, as well as children will not really heal faster because you can't really heal from celiac disease. But after being diagnosed, their inflammation in the small intestine will tend to decrease faster than for adults. Um, I'm not really sure why this is. It's probably just because like they're younger and they're still also maturing their body, meaning their body is more likely to have change faster. And then um, also, according to different studies made, it's 34% of the newly diagnosed patients that have celiac disease are over the age of 60, meaning it takes longer for the inflammation to go faster down and to decrease. So I think it's more likely for them to have long-term effects because they've also been eating gluten for longer periods of time. When I talk about how it affects maybe your mental health, well, for children, at least one third of them tend to have more mental health disorders like anxiety and ADHD. Um, this was according to a study that was investigated in North America. Now, I think maybe for more of the anxiety disorders because you don't want to be like a weight or a burden on your family and friends when you're going out to eat or when you're going to stay somewhere, you always have to be prepared and come with something, which as I mentioned in the podcast before, if you want to go listen to it, I really recommend it because a lot of the information, I don't want to be repeating because I know then it gets boring, but um, a lot of the information, let me just say it one more time, um, the information is is that anxiety for me at least it was always having to check before restaurants and going before to someone's houses for like a sleepover or something to ensure that I came prepared in case they don't have anything and I guess it can cause anxiety on the child honestly I don't know why it can cause ADHD but of course if you're more interested in that you can always write a message and ask me and I'll do more research onto it and get back to you next time um 
also i think that a lot of these studies could also like perhaps not be exactly for each like person that has celiac disease but i think that overall in general it is and then also a lot of times celiac disease affects the children and their mental health because they also have a difficulty coping with the allergies meaning they have to change their whole diet and their whole like lifestyle due to something like this and because another i think main mental health problem for anxiety and why it could happen is because since gluten can damage like their whole intestine and they hear all the bad things that gluten can do if they by accidentally eat it i think it makes them more stressed and perhaps have more anxiety about like oh to make sure like this is good this isn't good and to make sure they know what they're eating what they're not eating then as well now how it affects also gender i guess it doesn't affect mainly for gender or race but it does have a younger effect on the child like the larger impact on their growth perhaps because children need more calories and if a child is young and it doesn't get enough calories 30% of anything a child get is used for growth and a lot of the nutrients and the growth comes from gluten and if a child can't eat it it has impact on their growth now adults can gain weight or lose weight but it won't have a growth issue like children because they've already grown to their correct size and they're not going to grow anymore and the more the patient grows up as well the the less symptoms he'll have or he'll show and when you're younger you'll get more symptoms so that's why when you're younger i think it's easier to diagnose you but i'm not 100% sure because i got diagnosed when i was younger and for me it was cuz i had a lot of abdominal pain so it was easy but then a lot of the times as well having celiac disease might not come with symptoms that's why they need to do a lot of tests to make sure they don't say you have celiac disease because of abdominal pain because it could also be many different things but with celiac disease women could have intent on more psychological problems and stress rather than men. Now, I don't know why this is, but for me, I don't think I've had any stress about it so far. But so overall, I just think that gluten it affects everyone else differently and celiac disease affects everyone else differently and there's not a main reason or bad reason for it or how you should be scared because like in everything there's advantages and disadvantages and I don't think you should only take consider into one of them and not the other because it helps your body and I think that's the main advantage and even though there are a lot of disadvantages I think also reading more into that and listening to your doctor and asking him about both sides is going to be helpful but for the moment there's not like big huge impacts on you that affect yourself except for like the mental disorders which of course you can treat by also keeping to your diet and making it better now i might yeah so pretty much i think that's it for this podcast i hope you guys enjoy it and i'll see you also next sunday because i think it's important to keep you guys up to date with what's happening and don't forget about the messages literally anything i'll listen and i'll pay attention and now i'm going to show another message thank you very much and i'll see you next sunday guys hey maya your podcast uh, was very very interesting with a lot of uh, informa- information. I uh, was really enjoyed, enjoying uh, listening to it. Uh, also, I wanted to share that uh, as a person who's been avoiding uh, gluten for the last three years, I've been enjoying uh, listening to it, and um, I'm happy to that you know and I know that uh, there are so many uh, supplements uh, around that we can use that uh, 
thanks God, these days we don't need to eat gluten if we don't want it and, it's, and if it's not good for us. Good luck with the rest of your podcasts. Thank you.